You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is a sober podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and we help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every single episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, just head on over to decidedlydry.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Well, hello, you guys, and welcome back to the show. It is your friend Jess here, and oh my gosh, I am just uh, looking at all the old baby photos today because my youngest is turning nine tomorrow, and any mom that is listening knows how, oh my gosh, these eves of their birthdays, I don't know, they just hit me. (laughs) Tell me I'm not alone. Okay, you guys, so back to the show. Today, I want to chat about something that has been... I don't know, kind of just brewing inside of me for a while. Something that has been on my heart and heck, maybe yours too. For the past few months or so, I have felt just this, I don't know, this pull to distance myself from social media, like a big pull. I have taken breaks here and there. I have totally been proud of myself and canceled Facebook altogether. And then I rejoined. (laughs) And it's definitely, let's just say a love hate relationship. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Now, before I really dive in, I do want to make sure that I state this is entirely 1000% my own opinion. And as you know, what I share here on this show is all based on my own experiences, okay? I am a huge fan of you do you, period. All right, so today I want to chat about how social media, especially social media scrolling, is it's starting to feel like drinking for me. Um, I'm also going to share three ways that you can cut back on scrolling the same way you did or can with drinking. Are you ready? Okay, so push pause if you need to, grab a pen and a paper, let's do this. When I look back on my, oh gosh, very, very beginning, those first few days of my sober journey where I was really getting curious, gosh, this was four, five years ago, uh, social media was an incredible tool, like huge for me. I slowly began to discover all of these amazing, sober, focused profiles, and I was just shocked at how, I don't know, beautifully transparent and how supportive and how real this little amazing corner of social media was. People that I have literally, literally never met in real life have been some of my biggest cheerleaders over the past three years. And while my husband might roll his eyes and say, I don't know, babe, don't you think that's a little weird? I always reply, no, it's incredible. And it's helping me rack up my dry days. Bugger off. All right. I love you. Um, But in all seriousness, it really, truly was a beneficial tool for a very long time. But as some of you might know, when you start growing, and you guys might relate to this, 
when you start growing in your sober journey, you begin to really start noticing other areas of your life that you'd like to improve. I mean, you're gaining this this new confidence, this clear mind, and this positive outlook on life. And why not let that spill over into other areas? Slowly but surely, I started to notice that social media, it just, it wasn't bringing the amount of joy that it once did. Now, I want to be very careful with my words here. It wasn't the relationships. It wasn't the lack of inspiration. That was all still there. It was more so like, how do I put it? I started to feel like my scrolling and the utter amount of time that I spent on my phone was starting to feel like my drinking days. So you need some examples. I love examples. (laughs) I got you, girl. Here's what I got. So I started realizing that my scrolling was a total time suck. And I shouldn't say was. I mean, my scrolling still today is a total time suck. Just like wine was. I typically have a monster to-do list in my drinking days, and I just couldn't find the time to do anything. I never had time for, you know, real self-care, for creativity, for much of anything after 5 p.m., to be honest, other than pour that glass of wine and kind of like click over to cruise control while I do my mom's nightly routine. Just like that, I find myself procrastinating projects now, getting sidetracked mid-task, like, oh, I just have to check my email this second, or, oh, ping, gotta go look at my phone. Uh, It's just this constant checking of my stinking phone. (laughs) It's, It's taking my attention away, and it's stealing me from my family and my life. That came out a little dramatic, but... Really, can you relate? I I also noticed that I began making rules or I'm making rules. I don't want it to sound past tense because this is something that I'm still working on. I'm still kind of diving into. Um, but I remember promising myself that, oh, I'm, I'm only going to drink on the weekends or I will only drink white before 5 p.m. Or how about... I know, this is a good one. I'll have a glass of water in between each glass of wine. So those were my rules. Um, But when it comes to social media and my phone, I am finding that I'm setting more and more rules with this too, which is kind of weird. You know, at times I have removed the apps completely from my phone to, you know, make it harder to access Instagram and all of my, um, not all of, but Instagram and uh, Facebook. I have put those time limits on the apps. And let me tell you, the second that it warns me, oh, you're almost out of time. I just remove that stinking time limit immediately because I just regret it. Um, I have placed my apps in folders literally labeled distractions in all caps. That's where they are right now. Distractions on the last page that I scrolled to. I have tried to not reach for my phone first thing in the morning. But good grief. That's like literally the first thing that I touch because it has my alarm clock on it. (laughs) Which side note, you guys, you're going to be proud of me. I ordered an old school digital, what's the brand, Sharp 
alarm clock yesterday. I'm talking, this is like the AM, FM radio plug into the wall alarm clock. Um, I ordered it yesterday and I'm totally excited about it because this is just one more way that I can try to get this addictive thing because that's what it is, our phones, away from me. Lastly, I knew, or again, I should say I know that if something is making me feel bad and I can't, I literally can't stop thinking about it, I should probably do myself a favor and give it a little looking into. In my drinking days, I, I physically, mentally, and emotionally felt pretty bad. And I mean, it wasn't like that all the time. And it was definitely not your stereotypical rock bottom, but I knew in my heart, I knew in my soul that alcohol just wasn't serving me and something needed to change. And again, might sound a little dramatic, but that's kind of where I'm getting to with social media and its constant ability to just let me zone out for a minute or to escape. And does this sound familiar? So what do we do? What do we do with this? What's the answer? Is the answer to just cut cold turkey? Cut it out? Cut cold turkey? That sounded like I'm literally cutting a piece of turkey. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up. So are we literally cutting it out and being, what is that saying? Go cold turkey? Oh my gosh, you guys, you're gonna have to write me. I'm totally making a total dork of myself right now. (laughs) But anyways, um, you know, do we avoid all social media? How in the world do we cut back on yet another addictive thing? And you guys, I don't, I don't have the answer. I'm sorry, I don't have the answer. You are going to have to answer these for yourself. I can share what I'm doing. And I will, okay, here are three ways that I personally am reevaluating my relationship with social media and the scrolling based on the effectiveness really of my sober toolbox, because they're so similar. Okay. So first, here we go. This is where you're going to want that, uh, that pen and paper. I'm going to get really curious and I'm going to take a break. You guys might remember I am kind of a third of the way into my 90 day fast from posting on my decidedly dry public Instagram and Facebook page. So the business pages and the truth is I still have my personal account, so it doesn't feel like a total fast or a total break, but it has definitely given me, you know, some, some feedback. It's been very enlightening so far. So if you're thinking that you'd like to explore, you know, reducing your scroll, you got to take a break to identify how it truly makes you feel. So the first tip is to get really curious get really, really curious and take a little break. Okay, number two, the other thing I'm doing is I'm filling my head as much as possible in all of my quote unquote free time, I'm putting my hands up, (laughs) um, with helpful information. I am reading some books and I'm slowly, 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 slowly learning about the impact that social media has on my own personal emotions my productivity, and just the effect that screens in general have on all of us. 
because what's that saying? Oh my gosh, one of my my guests, my favorite Canadian tree. She told me about Oprah saying that once you know better, we do better. I hope I didn't butcher that. But it makes sense, right? Once we know better, we do better. So by filling our head with facts and practical advice, I'm really hoping that I can make a more clear and a more effective change. So that is tip number two. Fill your head with helpful information. My last tip is baby steps. Rather than going, oh gosh, I wrote it again in my notes. I'm like, go completely cold turkey. Why am I still talking about turkey? (laughs) Okay, so if you are going to cut it completely, I'm going to say that instead. Um, If this is you, power to you, man. Power to you. But for everybody else, consider making very small steps. I promise I'm not going to say turkey again. (laughs) Maybe all you need to do is just, you know, start slow. You're going to just delete one app off your phone. You're going to maybe, I don't know, leave your phone in the other room when you go to play with your kids. You know, make a rule that there cannot be any phones on the table. This one's big. During dinner or during a meal when you're with people. And maybe you take really, really small steps and just start to unfollow any accounts that are total joy suckers. Or I don't know, I mean, maybe you just follow my lead and snag this year's hottest vintage plug in the wall alarm clock. (laughs) Baby step, okay? Baby step. So tip three, take that baby step. All right, my sweet friends, that is all I've got for you today. And I want to also say that even if you're thinking to yourself, Jess, I love me some social media. It does bring me joy. I love my phone, yada, 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 fill in the blank. That is a-okay. Remember, you do you. But perhaps while you were listening to this, there was something else that you could have filled that blank in with. Okay, maybe it's a healthy habit or I should say not healthy. Maybe it's a habit or, or or just something that you feel like it is not bringing you joy. It is not serving this new beautiful life that you are working on today. Maybe you can apply those tips that I just talked about to kind of reevaluate it, kind of make some changes. I don't know, kind of just become the best version of you. Am I right? I think I'm right. I hope I'm right. (laughs) All right, you guys have an amazing day. Thank you again for being here and I will see you next time. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, you can head over to decidedlydry.com. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. It's sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.